Thank you for joining us for the FS Monroe podcast with Pastor Terrell Turner. Our vision is that as we teach faith and love, we can duplicate ourselves and lost others. So open your heart now to receive the ministry of God's Word. Y'all doing all right? Praise the Lord. Glory to God. There we go. All right. Good morning. All right. Uh, let me uh, start out by having a little heart to heart. <coughs> try to get set up here. You glad to be in the house of God this morning? Amen. Hope so. Um, well, I wanted to uh, first start out by saying um, this is my first Sunday uh, with you in the new year. And um, um, you know it's it's a, it's honor and it's really a privilege, and I don't take stuff lightly uh, to be able to stand up and then to share with you uh, God's word. Uh, that's a really uh, huge responsibility, and I count it a privilege, and uh, I thank God for that opportunity. Hallelujah. Um, I also wanted to say how, um, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday, um, and, and uh, last week m- my dad was here, and just to kind of piggyback on some of the things, um, I realized I'm only 31, I think about this yesterday, I'm like, I'm, I, I think I'm, besides Sebastian, Ashton, and Dylan, I'm, I'm the baby, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was thinking about that, and um, so just to kind of informally introduce myself, uh, although I'm only 31, uh, I, was, I was born in this ministry, I was actually born on, on a Wednesday night, uh, I've been doing church uh, for uh, 15 years, I've been doing full-time ministry 10 years, uh, so I have a little bit of experience. Um, before I came on staff at our, at our church in, in, in Charlotte, um, I was a senior producer for a ministry called uh, Ben Sorella Ministries. If you know about Maura Sorella, it's his grandson. Um, and so I went to 24 different countries in two years. And uh, <coughs> did missions. I was stood in front of crowds of 25,000, 10,000, 5,000, as well as 40. Uh, and I have seen the hand of God move. Uh, I had a staff. I had a staff of seven. I had an assistant. I had two interns. Two editors. Uh, my budget was two point two million dollars for that year. Uh, so I've also know how to run a corporation. Uh, I know how to I've had a staff, and uh, so although I'm only thirty one, uh, you can you can rest assured and, and be confident <coughs> that you don't have a bozo uh, sitting in front of you. Amen. If I wasn't qualified, I wouldn't be here. Um, and I feel like almost like Solomon, where Solomon had this huge task in front of him to lead God's people. He didn't ask for that. Um, but he asked for wisdom. And my prayer every day, from the bottom of my heart, I, honestly, I'll tell you this every day, God, give me wisdom uh, to lead your people because uh, you're so precious to a sight uh, and you're precious to me. And uh, I'm fully grateful for the opportunity. And I also want to say thank you uh, for coming along and joining this vision and joining this ministry. Uh, it's a different one, uh, but it's one that I promise you, if you'll receive, uh, you're going to see some great things manifested in your life. And so my question and my challenge to you today is, even though we might be a little bit different than some things you may have experienced before, I'm asking for you to open up your heart, and I'm asking you to open up your spirit, and I'm asking you to give uh, God an opportunity to do some things in your life. Even though I'm only 31, um, I was raised in a a household in a family uh, where I I do remember that apartment. I was probably Ashton's age, uh, so around three, three or four years old. When we were in a second aid apartment, living off of food stamps and government assistance, uh, we had two bedrooms, and I remember, I actually remember my crib, and I remember being that thing shaking. <laughs> uh, I remember that. Um, and uh, I watched uh, my parents and God doing them and the principles they taught me of faith, of it taking them out of the ghetto. I remember pe- people shooting that night and taking them from that uh, step by step uh, in God's promotion. Uh, throughout their lives and throughout my life. And so I've been taught those principles. I've lived those principles, not just because my last name is Turner, not because I was just raised by mom and daddy, (laughs) but (coughs) 
I graduated college in three years, graduated with honors, uh, to God be the glory. Uh, walked, walked around the nations, to God be the glory. Uh, I've seen God in my own life do some things. Uh, I've watched him manifest himself in my life. I've watched him pay my bills. Yeah. I've seen him pay my bills. When there was no way, uh, when mom and dad weren't there. Yeah. So I know God for myself. I know that he's good uh, for me. Amen. Uh, I've seen the good, I've seen the bad, yes, and I've also seen the ugly. Come on. I wasn't just fed a, a silver spoon. Come on. Uh, and so I'm just saying that to throw that out there, that um, you can have confidence yes, in your leader. I also want to say that uh, every preacher isn't uh, the devil. Although every preacher isn't God, Come on. <laughs> but everyone isn't the devil. And as we grow, um, I vow this to you that you'll never have to worry about me taking money out of here. Come on. We will never do a financial campaign. We won't be raising money for production or for our kids. Uh, you know, we need $1,000 for some material, and I take $500 and buy a new diamond bracelet. That'll never happen. Come on. Ever. That's right. Every dime you sow in this church will be put to ministry. Amen. I will promise you that. Yeah. You'll never worry about that. You'll never see that. And you'll never see me prospering and you not prosper. I know that's right. That's good. Okay? Amen. You'll never also worry or see a female around here get pregnant. Come on. Amen. Just thought I'd put that out here. Tell At least mine. It won't be mine. Okay. All right. So I just thought I'd put it out there and we'll say it again as we get more people. But we'll say it again 10 years from now. Uh, we're going to live in integrity Amen. and live clean and live holy. That's right. And be somebody that you can trust and know that, you know what, God's hand is on that dude's life. That's right. And when he says something, I can believe it. And I see it manifested in my life. I want to be that in front of you because uh, there's no point in me coming up here with this stuff and we just be the same way that's just what's the point that's right i'm wasting my breath that's right i don't want to do i don't this is actually not what i want to do you know you've heard me th say that before and the only reason why you and i said okay god i'll, I'll do this is that i really want to make a difference and i want uh this thing called church and if we're going to do this we're going to do it right we're going to raise up people, and we're going to uh, have your love manifested. And I, I believe with all my heart that we're here to impact the city. That's right. I don't say that because it's a thing we do say in church. I don't say it because I'm the pastor. I'm saying it because we are here to make a mark in this city. Amen. Amen. That they'll know us around the city, and they'll know us around the world. Not because we want to be big and famous, but because I believe God has destiny upon your lives. You're here for a particular reason. That's right. This is a great church. Amen. It's a church of destiny. Yep. This is a church where you can have promise. This is a place where you'll find God's purpose for your life. And this is a place where you're going to prosper and you succeed beyond your wildest dreams. I promise you. Yes. It's going to take you coming out of what you've learned or what you've heard. I mean, the last 20 years, the last five years, the last 10 years. And allow the Spirit of God to show you from His Word mm -hmm. what He says for your life. And I promise you, you'll see some awesome things manifested in your life. Amen. So that's me. That's from the heart. Um, I pray you hear that. Uh, I know we sing some different songs. Uh, I know we dress differently. Um, but none of that matters. <laughs> All that matters is the word of God. That's, you know, how you dress is how you dress. How you talk is how you dress. That's how, that's how God made you. We're all wired differently. This will be from some people and it won't be. It's going to be for a whole lot of people, though. Uh, and you'll see that. Um, and so <coughs> as we enter this year, I'm going to be teaching some things that <coughs> are going to be kind of basic, but it's the foundation. Um, and it's uh, to solidify our, our walk with the Lord. Yes. Secondly is, as we enter into this year, God's going to begin to multiply this church. Come on. And I believe you're the core. Amen. And so I have to launch and, some, and cast vision because... When the hundreds come and the thousands come, you're the people that are going to lead this church. Yes. You're going to be department heads. You'll be intercessors. You'll be elders. You'll be uh, the people that are uh, leading the congregation. Yes. So I have to get into you now the vision, mm -hmm. to put into you now the solid foundation of God's word, so that when they come, uh, you'll know how to lead. Yes. 
Yes. And you'll leave properly. Yes. Um, any questions on that? No, sir. Good. Okay. So we're going to live clean. We're going to live holy. Amen. We're going to do what's right. I know that's right. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, because it's right. Um, today we're going to talk about something. Uh, it's going to be a new series. We're going to look at life in Christ. Somebody say transformed. Transformed. Uh, Brother Artie, can you do me a favor, please? Can you get me a bottle of water or a refrigerator? I'd greatly appreciate it. Transformed. Uh, I want to look at today our relationship with God. This is the first Sunday in the new year. And... Uh, I believe everybody here has accepted Christ into their heart as the Lord's personal Savior. Um, And so we're doing this evaluation. We're doing some things. uh, We look at our own personal lives. Uh, How would you grade your relationship with God? How would God grade your relationship? Uh, Being a Christian is not just something we do on Sundays, uh, but it's an everyday thing. And believe it or not, uh, God wants a relationship with you. In fact, we all know it. God loved us so much he gave his only begotten son. Uh, whoever would believe in him won't perish, but have what? Everlasting life. And so he doesn't want relationship with you just on earth. But think about it. When we leave earth, we're going to have a relationship with God for eternity. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, so our relationship with Almighty God. Now, before I get into that, I do feel like preaching a little bit. I'm going to teach, but I feel like preaching just a little bit. Uh, turn to Psalms 102. Hallelujah. And uh, I just want to give you this quick word <clears throat> just to make you feel pretty good. Amen. <laughs> if you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> that is for everybody in here. In Psalms 102, I'm going to read verse 13. You will arise, talking about God, and have mercy upon Zion. Are there any children of Zion in the house this morning? For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. Somebody say set time. Come on, say it again, set time. The Bible says the set time is come, not is coming, not on the way, but it's right now. Uh, The set time is whatever time it is for you to do something and receive something. Whatever you're believing God for this morning, I'm telling you the set time is now. Uh, You you all know this when we all played tag or we played race in, in, in elementary school. What they say when you're about to race, you get down there, they say, Mark, what's next? And then what happens? So before we go, we get what? Before we go, we get what? All right. So the set time is come. We're about to go. I'm trying to. (laughs) Maybe that's just for me then. But the set time for you is come. The set time is initiated by your obedience to God. As I go throughout today, I'm going to talk about some things. As you now begin to obey this word, the set time for you comes. Everything God's laid out for your life has already been, it's already been put into motion. It's already been established, built up and everything. But it only comes to pass as you now step out and begin to obey God. Before you were born, God's plan for your life was already put. That's so awesome. He he already had it together. He He already put it up and built it. You see that as you now obey God. Your set time has come today. I'm telling you all, I'm not saying it because it's the thing we say. Come on. 2013. Yes, sir. 2013 is going to be something awesome. Amen. I receive it. And I tweeted yesterday, I said that the week isn't even over yet. And I've seen God do some phenomenal. I mean, some show enough stuff. Uh I went yesterday, I went to look at a house, and yes, right, and, and the lady, the lady, the lady said, uh, I was talking to her, and she said, well, 2013 is your year. <laughs> you better stop, don't mess with me, little white lady. 
<laughs> That's right. I said, well, go ahead and do what you need to do that what needs to be done. And uh, but I've received that. Amen. 2013 is your year. It's your year. Yes, sir. And do not, do not. fall back on that. Don't quit on that. 2013 is your year. Yes, I'm telling y'all. Yes, sir. Like I know my name. Yeah. I, I, I know it. Yeah. 2013 going to be something awesome. Yes, sir. 2012, 2011, 2010 was some jacked up mess. 2013. 2013. Uh, I'm thinking about something. I was at, I was at a, a meeting last night with Pastor Naomi and they did this skit, and y'all may have seen this, but it's a skit where uh, this girl, she, she's, she's lost and she's with God, and uh, then she starts coming away from God. And uh, the, the other little people, they're like they're trying to get her to do things, you know, trying to get her to smoke, trying to get her to, you know, be the party girl or whatnot. And, and she's going back and forth, and they're just tossing her down the line. And she's just kind of spiraling, you know, out of control. And that's how we, we do without God. Our lives are just spiraling out of control. We have no direction, have no help. And, and she's trying, and she's trying to get to God, and he's reaching out. And then finally, God says, enough's enough. And then he steps up, and he comes in the middle, and he begins to block in the shield all the distractions, and he picks her up. And I'm telling you, in this year, God said, enough is enough. And he's going to rise now. And he said, I'm going to rise because the set time has come. And the things that have come to block you, the things that have come to stop you, the things that have come to distract you, the things that have come to frustrate you, God's going to step up now and shield you and protect you. And he's going to now cover you under the shadow of his wings. The set time has come. Somebody take in there with your set time is right now. All right. He has gotten fed up yeah. with mess. Yes, he is. Yeah. Tell the truth. And 2013, hear this. We've, we've so many, and I'm so awesome. Thank God for you. Uh, the prophetic word for 13. And you heard it in, if you went to Charlotte, and then we talked about it before that week before about uh, unusual favor. Yeah. We talked about how there'll be restitution, how uh, God's going to cause our enemies to be our, at, our, at our footstool. He's going to. Uh, Heal every ordained relationship. He's going to bring the people back into our lives. And, uh, and, and so, uh, but 2013 is also, I want you to watch this, that this is a year of separation. Come on. Okay? Now watch what happens is that uh, everything prophetically that has to been fulfilled for Jesus to come back has already been done. And I'm really surprised we're still here. And everything's been done. I mean, Russia and, uh, and all, all that stuff. Just it's, it's The only reason why he's not coming back yet is because that transference of the wealth of the wicked yes, sir. laid up for the just. Yeah. It's got to be a takeover of the body of Christ. That's right. That's right. Now will I arise, says the Lord. Yeah. And so what he's going to do this year yeah, 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 yeah. is he's got to prove that he's God. We've got to show the world that we got the stuff, that we our God it. reigns. Yeah. And what's going to happen is the ones who are truly locked in, you're going to find yourself with this unusual favor. Yeah. I mean, just stupid favor. Stupid favor. <laughs> <laughs> if I can put it that way. You know, like you just went to the lot and they was like, here, which one you want? I, I don't know why, but for some reason, here, just take it. Just dumb stuff. Like we're going to promote you. We're going to make you the plant manager. Yeah. For real? Yeah. And here's a bonus just for the heck of it. We don't know what's going on. And everybody else is not getting anything. They're going to say, uh, how, why you? You only been here two years, and, and, and how, how'd you get this? And then you'll be able to say, well, let me tell you, I know a man yeah. from Galilee. Yeah. He walked out on the water and said, I can go old school, and he calmed the rage and see, do you know a man? And, and you're able to say, this is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in my eyes. Yeah. Because you know the truth and it's made you free. It made you free. There's going to be a separate. Watch. Yes. I believe it. Watch. Watch what happens. And those who are walking with God are going to experience a transference. Watch what happens. Some of y'all in this church, watch. Yes, sir. You'll see if I'm not a, a man of God. You're going to punch up your bank account. 
wellsfargo.com, bankofamerica.com, fifththird.com. And it's going to read some numbers, and you're going to say, what in the world? And you're going to pick up the phone. And you're going to call, you're going to ask, and they're going to say, yes, that's your balance. Watch what does not happen. Some of you in this building, you better receive this. I'm talking now. You are going to uh, get a statement in the mail. Yes, sir. It's going to say zero. Come on. Come on. And that debt's going to be released and removed. Supernaturally. Supernaturally. Uh, I'm getting in front. Now, let me back it up by word, not by me. This was my offering, but uh, what is it? It's turn to Psalms 119. Let me, let me just prove it to you because some of y'all are still not getting it yet. Come on. Psalms 119. <clears throat> and I got it. I'm supposed to be preaching something else, but for some reason, yeah, that's <laughs> <Come> on, <laughs> Psalms, Psalms 119. Uh, you're there? Psalms 119? All right, now, uh, let's look at verse 123. Uh, David said, my eyes fail for your salvation. In other words, I'm heavy. I'm in straining. I've been looking so hard for salvation. I've been going through some stuff. I've been jacked up in my emotions. I've been struggling in my body. I've been struggling in my family. I've been trying to see where is God? Where are you in my life? Where are you in my situation? Where are you? Where's my salvation? You said it'd be good. Come on. And for the word of your righteousness, some of y'all have been praying. Come on. You've Tell been it. confessing. Where's this word, God? Come on. Yes, sir. I've been doing this for six months. I've been doing this for a year. I've been yeah, doing yeah, it for two yeah, years. Yeah. Where's this word of righteousness? Yeah. I need to see it now. I need yeah. to see it now. I'm tired of talking about it. Yes, sir. We need to see it in my life. Yeah. I don't want to just play church or play Christian. I'm, I, want, I want some good stuff. Some good stuff. If you are God and who you say you are, I better see something. Come on. Show yourself strong. Show yourself strong. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. I am your servant. I am. Did I skip? No, I didn't. I've been coming to church. I've been reading. I've been keeping myself holy. Come on. I've been living like I'm supposed to. I'm your servant. Well, Where are you? Where are you, Lord? Deal with me according to... To your what? Mercy. According to your what? Mercy. According to your what? Mercy. And teach me your word. 126. It is time for you, Lord, to do what? Ask. It's time to do what? Ask. It's time now for God to go to work. <laughs> it's time for God now to go to work. You've tried to work, but it's now, now time for God to work. He said, deal with me according to your mercy. Now, mercy is something that you have not deserved. That's right. You know, all of us in our best righteousness can't even begin to com- uh, be worth what God has done in our lives. He says, now, I'm going to deal with you not according to what you've done, not according to what you have not done, not because you've lived holy, not because you've lived unholy, but I'm going to step up now and begin to deal with you according to my tender mercy and my grace. It's by grace and by his mercy and by his love that this year, You're going to see him begin to work and begin to move in your life. You're going to know that God is real in 2013. You're going to know that he's alive in 2013. You're going to see his miraculous power in 2013. Just watch and wait. And I see you will see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still and you will see. So. Well, that's my mind. Because you're in his will. You will see the separation. He's going to raise you up in front of your family. He's going to raise you in the midst of enemies. And they're going to look on you. They're going to look on you. Because there's going to be such an evident difference in your lives. All right. Praise God. That's a life that's transformed. That's a life that, you know, you once were in darkness. You once were in poverty. You once were struggling. You once were frustrated. You once were filled with agony and pain. But now, because of surrendering to his will and allowing his word to get on the inside of you, you become transformed. Transform. And do y'all recognize that font, that movie Transformers, yeah. where it's, it, was, it, it was a car, but then they transform into a robot yeah. or something else differently. And so you once looked at me, and I looked a different way, but this word's changed me. Yeah. It's made me completely different. All right, now, turn with me to the book of uh, 
Joshua 24. Now, all this ties together. My little speech this morning, all that ties together with this word from Psalms. Hope y'all wrote that down. I did record it. You can go back and get it again. But 2013 is the year. It's going to be a, a year of separation. So you want to be found on the blessing side. <laughs> I know Artie with me, but everyone in here, you want to be found on the blessing side. Because for everybody else, it's going to be not cool. Everybody else going to be able to find jobs. Everybody else going to be, that gas going to be, you know, gone. You riding high. Uh, excuse me, uh, Miss So-and-so, but uh, we're going to go ahead and pay your rent for the next three months. That happened for a lady in our church. Some dude just, that she worked for, said, do you need anything? And she said, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I've been, I've got three kids and it's been kind of hard for me. He said, well, I'm going to pay your bills for the rest of the year. It was in November. He paid November, he paid December. Stupid favor. That's gonna be that's gonna be the next bracelet. That's gonna be my slogan. I receive stupid favor. <laughs> All right. All right. In Joshua twenty-four, we'll get into this and we'll be finished. In verse fourteen, uh, the Bible says, "There, follow me. Uh, now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve Him. How, y'all? And how else? In sincerity and in truth." He says, put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood yeah. and in Egypt, but serve the Lord. Yeah. Verse 15, if it seem evil to you to serve the Lord, well, then choose who you'll serve. Say that. Whether the gods of your fathers, the gods of the Amorites in the land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Number one. Make a quality decision. 2013, day number six, if you're going to be a transformed person, if you're going to now receive what God has for you, you need to make today a quality decision. You're going to be a part of this ministry and allow the word of God to be upon your life and transform it. You need to make a quality decision. Let's look at what he says. First of all, we've got to serve him in sincerity and in truth. We're not going to fake this. Amen. That's okay. good. Uh, now, everybody's not perfect, okay? You went clubbing last night, come on up in here. That's this kind of church is going to be, okay? Let, let's go ahead and set the record straight. Somebody's outside smoking, don't, ooh, put it out, put it out. Don't do that to them. We want this place to be a place where people come, and they want to come. And for I, I've heard this all my life. Don't be comfortable in the, in the pews. Don't get comfortable. Why not? I want you to feel oh, this is home. And they won't judge me. And even though I got high last night, I can go there. I know they're going to love me. And they're going to help me. That's the kind of place I want this to be. I don't want this to be a place where people say I can't go there. Because they're going to make fun of me. They're going to laugh at me. They're going to put me down. And so... No matter what, we're not going to play games. We're not going to fake. We're living holy. Come on in here. Do not come on in here. Allow God's word to do the work. It's not me. It's not us. It's the word of God. Everybody understand that? So we're going to serve him in sincerity and in truth. Now, on the flip side of that, we're not going to keep clubbing. That's right. Okay. Now, come June, I don't expect you to still be, you know, Backing it up, breaking it down, stanky leg, and wobble, wobble with it. <laughs> by, by sometime, that word should have did something in there, you know, that uh, a transformation, that's right, that the blunt got put down. All right? So come on up in here. We're going to love you. But at some point, you're going to begin to walk in victory over that stuff. Thought I set that straight. <laughs> he says, "Now choose who you're going to serve. Are you going to stay back there stuck with religion? Because uh, religion 
Think about what Jesus had to deal with. He had to deal with religion. Oh, you can't do that. It shouldn't be done this way. It can't sound this way. That's what religion does. What, what is that faith stuff? And what's this name and claiming stuff? And what's that? What's this talking about stuff? However, you have to choose. Somebody say, I, make, I must make, I must make a, quality a quality decision. Will you stay back there in the land of your kinfolk? He says, will you serve the God of your fathers Come on. or your mothers? Come on. So you got to make a choice right now. All right, am, am I going to follow what I was raised in? Come on. Mess, stress, death, agony, confusion. Or am I going to choose now to follow something that I may not have ever seen before and walk my way by faith to the land of the living? Yeah. You know, God told Abraham, I need you to get out of from, from kinfolk. Yeah. I need you to go to a place I'm going to show you. I'm, yeah. I can't tell you right now. Yeah. And why, why couldn't God tell Moses, I'm not, excuse me, Abraham? Because it had been too big for him. He, could, he, he wasn't ready for all that. I mean... To be a father of many nations, he's 85 years old and can't, you know, do what needs to be done. And his wife, you know, she right there with him. He, he wasn't ready for all that. He couldn't receive this big old land. God had to give it to him step by step. Step by step. So just, right, it's that time. So just walk by faith. He can't give it to you all at one particular time because it's bigger than you can then receive. But make a quality decision. Now, in Matthew 6, 24, Jesus put it this way. He said, look, uh, a person can't serve two masters. Either you're going to love the one or hate the other. You're going to follow one or you're going to follow the other. You can't serve God and mammon, uh, money, or, or the lust of other things at the Come same on. time. Come on. Now, I want to read all this. I'll just talk you through this part. <coughs> in, in number 16, you can write that down. Uh, it's Numbers 16, 20 through 31. It's a, it's a story about how Moses uh, was at a place with the children of Israel. And there was a rebellion, a dude by the name of Korah. Korah got up all the people and said, hey, you know what, I'm going I'm to be a leader. And so God said, you know what, all right, we're going to hush, hush, and we're going we gonna to settle this once and for all. He said, there's going to be a, a, that everybody who says I want to follow Jehovah, let them come over here to the right. Everybody else over to the left. The Bible says the, o the earth opened up and it swallowed. Boy, ain't that some stuff? Thank God for Jesus. <laughs> we just be, I don't know what would be happening now if it wasn't for Jesus. <laughs> but, I mean, the ground opening up and uh, eating up people, fish eating up people, lightning and boils up on people. God wasn't playing, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, the, the ground opened up and it swallowed the people who chose not to follow God. And so as I just said, 2013, I didn't even realize this in my notes, but it's, it's, a, it's a year where there will be a separation. Uh, this is going to be a day where talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. I'm a believer. Are you really? I go to church. Well, do you really? Where's your fruit? This is going to be a year where that's going to be uh, the judging of fruit in our lives. Uh, so we need to... Make a quality decision. Make a quality decision. You know what? I'm going to pray uh, 10 minutes every day in the morning before I get up. Make a quality decision. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drink more water this year. <laughs> I'm going to drink more water. You know, I'm, I'm going to try to walk. Try to walk, you know, walk, walk a little more. Make a quality decision. You know, all right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead now. And I'm, I'm going to do such and such. Make a quality decision. Not just a decision, but a quality decision. A quality decision is one that affects your life. It affects, your life. It affects the direction of your life. Amen. Make a quality decision. Uh, you guys might not know about this, but uh, there's a group of people, uh, a group of soldiers by the name of the Navy SEALs. Mm -hmm. uh, the Navy SEALs are the elite of the elite. Uh, they're the special forces. They're the Green Berets. They're, they're the, they're the G.I. Joes. They go in and, you know, they do the special missions. They go find people and take them out. They go rescue uh, you know, they killed Osama bin Laden, you know, Navy SEALs, uh, air, land, and sea. And now what they do is, in order to become a Navy SEAL, you have extensive training. You train for two months, right? They just 
do all kind of crazy stuff to you. They train you. They make you run, make you throw up, just all kind of stuff. For two months, mm -hmm. you go through intense physical training. Then you take a test. If you pass that two-month training, and if you pass that test, the written test, then you go through what's called Hell Week. They ship you out to California. So all that training you did for the two months was just to get you ready for Hell Week. <laughs> uh, they put you in this cold, the cold ocean. They, they don't let you sleep for four days. They don't let you barely eat. And it's all to weed out the people who can't make it. Yep. It's mainly a mental test because your body will conform if your mind is strong enough. And they, they have what is uh, a, a bell. This bell sits at, y'all seen G.I. Jane? Okay. Uh, they, <laughs> they have the bell, uh, and any time throughout the week, if you get to a point where you just feel like, I can't do it anymore, I'm, I'm, ready, to, I'm ready to tap out, you don't have to explain yourself, you don't have to say nothing, just ring the bell. You can go get on a clean pair of clothes, nice warm clothes, and have a nice delicious meal. And just be on your merry way. And sometimes there may be a person who's walking towards that bell to tap out. And his friends or the squat leader may say, no, nah, man, don't, don't, don't do it. You can make it. You can make it. You can do it. Sometimes they don't listen. Sometimes they do. And they'll turn back around. What they found is that the people who turn around and rejoin, they always end up quitting. Mm -hmm. Because once you go past a certain point, you've already made it in your mind. It's over. It's over. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to make up in your mind it's never over and decide today I'm never, ever going to quit. I'm not going to quit. Somebody tell your neighbor, I'm not going to quit. Now, you got to really mean that because you'll go through a hell week. Y'all listening? You'll go through a hell week and you go through some, some fireballs and some, some stuff. But make up in your mind now, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to see this thing on into the end. Amen. Make a quality decision. Yes, Lord. Not going to. All right. Now, make a quality decision concerning your family. Praise God, Brother Artie. <laughs> make a quality decision concerning your family. Uh, I learned this while I was uh, working at the network. We did a seminar uh, about the seven qualities, seven habits of highly effective leaders. If you're in corporate, you probably did this before. Uh, but one of the things that really began to change in my life a few years ago was this statement. I didn't put it up here, but you may want to write it down because it's really, really important. It's really, really key. The things that matter the most should not suffer from the things that matter the least. The things that matter the most should not suffer from the things that matter the least. In other words, my job really isn't that important. Your son really is more important. Your wife is really more important. Mm -hmm. The things that mean the most should not constantly be suffering and constantly being put to the back burner by stuff that really is not that important. It's time now, today, to align up our priorities. Yes, sir. Whether or not we eat Bojangles or Kentucky Fried Chicken is really not that important. What is important is that we get along and we operate in, in harmony, Amen. that we uh, communicate to one another. That's what's really most important. It does not matter whether or not uh, you picked up the dry cleaning or not. Yeah, it got me irritated, but it's really not that important. You know, it's, it's really, come on, really. You have the toothbrush out again of the toothpaste with the crust around it. And I know it's your pet peeve or she yeah. smacked the gun, but yeah. it's really not that important. Stop letting the what's most important suffer from that stuff that's really not, man, it's, it's not, don't matter. That's right. So true. I got to bring what out, you know, in church, it doesn't matter whether we wear black and white, black and red, black and yellow. Yeah. Who, who cares? What matters is that people get saved. That's yeah. We're letting stuff that matters the least <laughs> take over what matters the most. And as you go out throughout this year, prioritize. Oh. What's, what's most important? Yeah. Yeah. We've allowed stuff that's not important, our friends, to infiltrate our relationships. And yeah. we've been taking their advice versus God's advice. Mm. I'm right up in there now. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. 
We've been listening to family and friends and cousins and, and, and girlfriend and, and child, you should do this. Child, you shouldn't do that. Child, he did this. He, child, he didn't do this. And, you know, that, that nasty man, I tell you what I would do, what I tell him. Da, 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 and we do it, and, you know, it's not that important because he shouldn't matter most or she shouldn't matter most. That's right. Gotta, gotta put it in perspective. Make a quality decision if you want to be transformed, if you want something different. Otherwise, you just stay the same and you'll keep getting the same results. Now, I'm up here trying to give you something that'll better your life that you can put to practice today and see something happen today. That's, that's why I came this morning, even though I was late. <laughs> I heard something last night. I probably don't get this wrong, but because I was laughing. Your people are hilarious. They had me laughing all night long. I left and my cheeks were vibrating. I was <laughs> laughing so hard. But um, uh, one, of the, uh, was one of the police officers stood up and began to speak, and she was speaking concerning the teenagers. And I think she said uh, combined, like, television use, video game use, and texting, cell phone use. It's like 55 hours a week, I'm thinking. Uh, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? What's more important? What's more important? Is that Dylan looking around? <laughs> See, everybody gets something today. Is it really important, Dylan, that I study this test this tomorrow morning and I make this next level in Assassin's Creed? <laughs> I got Assassin's Three Creed for Christmas, and it is an awesome game. Good gracious, that's an awesome game. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> but uh, which one's more important? I gotta gotta weigh it out. Gotta gotta put my priorities in order, because you know what? It's gonna that quality decision is gonna impact your life. It will impact your life. That's right. You know, it might not make sense now. May not really care now, but it's it's gonna make it's gonna make a quality decision. It's gonna impact it. Are you 16? 14? Good Lord. Even though he's four, it's still right around the corner. Four years, going to go poof. And they would tell me, oh, it's the, your life's going to be like, whatever, man. I know what I'm doing. I'm mature. And lo and behold, I'm 30. What, what the heck? What? Y'all, I, I put on a pair of pants this morning. I almost cried. I could not button up my pants. Like, this is not supposed to be happening to me. I was a skinny one. I could not gain weight. Why can I not button up? Lord, really? <laughs> I had to vent. I had to vent. Anyway, so I mean, you're here. You're here and you're gone. You're here and you're gone. You're here and you're gone, y'all. Life. And so you need to make a quality decision now of how you're going to live life and what you're going to experience in life. Because you don't want to get when you're 80, when you're 90, and you're 100, you ask to get over you, and, and you've, you've done some stuff that you know, really didn't matter. All right, Mark chapter 1. Hallelujah. Y'all all right? Yes, sir. This all right? Yes. <coughs> Hallelujah. You know, it, listen, there, there was this video floating around a few years ago about Facebook and the Facebook relationships, and, you know, they were arguing over, you know, you poked him. Oh, you're poking people now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you commented on his thing before you commented on my thing. Yeah. Really? And we're getting arguments over Facebook and over Twitter, and it really doesn't matter. Like, just, just cut it off. Yeah. Just disconnect the accounts if it's that big of a deal. If it's going to cause that much of a heartache, it, it's, it's, it's social media. Tell the truth. Com really? Yeah. Uh, I, and I, I've drawn back, and I really only go on there just for, you know, ministry stuff and promoting stuff. And. And I went on last night, and it was some old dude up there, and he was going off about his ex. I mean, the dude's like, oh, Freddie got to be about 50 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Freddie's on Facebook. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's between New York and he go there calling my wife, and I'm going to tell you what it is, player. Let me say what it is, player. Players like this, player. Uh, I'm like, Freddie, you are 50 years old. <laughs> if you don't get off of it. <laughs> it, it really don't matter, y'all. 
Let it go. But you got to be big dog. You got to go up there at the job and, and set them straight. Now, I, I run this. It, it, don't, it really don't matter. The greater one lives on the inside of you. Let God handle that stuff. It's not your battle. It's not your fight. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. But if you don't know the word, you won't know that stuff, and you'll be acting in your flesh, and you'll get flesh results. Mark chapter 1, and in the morning, rising, oh, verse 35. In the morning, rising a great while before day, he went out, Jesus went out, and he departed to a solitary place, and there he began to pray. Jesus had to pray. Now, if Jesus, the one who saved and redeemed us, who told devils, leave and be gone, they, you know, they're out. And rise and open your eyes, be made whole, and people seeing. He had to go pray. What make you think you can go out tomorrow and go to work and not pray? What make you think you that big and bad? But we do it every day. Every day. Tell the truth. Driving down the road, listening to Steve Harvey morning show. Tell the truth. Not saying that's bad. I didn't say it's bad. I'm just saying we just we didn't pray. And we, and we listening to all this other stuff and it's getting into our spirit. And that's what we become. And Steve Harvey, Desperate Housewives, the Real Housewives of New York, and the Real Housewives of Atlanta, and the Real Housewives of Miami, and Love and Hip Hop. And all they do in there is cuss, fight, and, and beat up one another, and drama. And that's all you see 24-7. And so when you come home, you just got an attitude. You don't even know why. Because you got all that stuff up in you. Ain't prayed yet. Ain't prayed yet. And Simon that was with them followed after him. And when they found him, they had to go find him. Jesus got away. You got to find his butt. He said, look, Jesus, everybody looking for you. Jesus said, all right, let's go to the next town that I may preach there. This is why I came. He preached their synagogues throughout all of Galilee and cast out devils. Now, three things here. Uh, Jesus, uh, for a great while, he got up. He went out before day, and he went to a solitary place. Now, everybody say this with me. Say, preparation, preparation. Always, always makes room, makes room. for manifestation. You want some things in your life, you've got to prepare for it. Preparation comes before manifestation. Preparation comes before manifestation. I have skipped a point. The next one here, if you're going to transform, is to get rid of all distractions. Get rid of all distractions. If you're going to transform, if you're going to receive this word that we're going to be talking about in 2013, as we go through some things in God's word, I, I, I'm, I'm preparing you for what's coming. You've got to make a quality decision to receive it. You've got to make a quality decision in your personal life. And now you've got to get rid of all distractions. Because now, uh, Boogaboo going to come, and he's going to start picking at you. Uh-huh. Right? Come on. And there's going to be some folk. Speaking against what's going on in your life. Yep. What's going on in your church. What's going on with, your, with, with, with the decision you made. Distractions going to come now. Uh, now, for us country folk, this might seem foreign, but it's very, very important to have a schedule. Hey, man. <laughs> it's very, very important to have a schedule. A schedule is just an organized time for doing stuff. I, I, I failed my schedule this morning. As a result, I was late. Very late. And I'm, never, I'm usually not late. But I failed to follow my schedule. And so... It's important that we have a schedule. It's important you schedule some prayer time. It's important you study some family time. It's important you schedule uh, your work time. It's important you schedule your uh, your fitness time. Somebody say, I must get a schedule. I must get a schedule. All right. So Jesus in Mark chapter 1 got rid of these distractions. He got away from everybody else, and they had to actually find him. Now, I'm not saying, you know, get that drastic but sometimes it's necessary yeah sometimes you got to get away and and just reboot reset in daniel chapter six daniel made supplication before god and the bible says he made supplication and so we must make time for god Make time. 
Make time. I said, we don't have time. Yeah, yeah, you have. Make time. He's the most important person in our lives. He's the one responsible for everything in our lives. And yet he's the one that we spend the least amount of time with. Make time. We make time for everyone else. Yep. Girl, can you meet me on lunch? Yeah, I'll be right there. What do you want to eat? Yeah. Hey, you want to play some ball? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> we make time for everybody else. So it comes some time where you need to sit some time apart. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to spend an hour today with, yeah. with God. Just for nobody else. Mm-hmm. We need that, y'all. We need, we need to be refreshed. We need to be in field because life can be jacked up without God. Yep. Now, I believe life in Christ is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, not saying everything is perfect, but he can that your joy might be made full. He doesn't want to see you crying. He doesn't want to see you agonizing. He doesn't want to see you going through changes and turmoil and up one day and down the next and we're friends today and we're not friends tomorrow and we're going together today. God is not into that. So, make some time. Uh, Number three. Almost there. 10.30. Spend quality time studying. Why do I come to church if I don't do anything? I'm wasting my time. We can just close up and lock it up and I go ahead. The whole point is for me to deliver something to you that you can take home and do it and see it. So I got to spend time studying. So it means now, you know, uh, Reverend may not have given 10 scriptures. And Reverend may have, you know, and I want to talk today about Moses (laughs) and he moved down the sea and and when when God you know and we yeah (laughs) no Bible no pen no pad and we sat there Sunday after Sunday and amen but this church demands us now, this place, faith soldiers, I give you some things, but now you got to go home and you got to open it up and allow God to speak to you as well. And even as I preach, God will begin to speak some things to you, even while you're sitting there. Everyone here, it's like, oh, i got to start doing this, and uh, that was good too. That's God speaking to you, and there's a voice behind the voice. What an awesome place to be where now in church God is speaking to you. And this is a place where you can experience God, even through our praise and through our worship, we can experience the presence of God. Spend time studying. Um, let's, let's look at something here. Uh, turn to Ecclesiastes, oh, well, can y'all get that? Ecclesiastes chapter 1. That's in the Old Testament. Kind of around the middle. It's after Proverbs. It goes Psalms, Proverbs. Ecclesiastes, and then the Song of Solomon. You can find Song and Proverbs right around the the area. Ecclesiastes, you got it? It's chapter 1. See, you go through all kinds of books of the Bible in this church. Ecclesiastes chapter 1. In verse 12, he says, I, the preacher, was king over Israel and Jerusalem, Verse 13, and I gave my heart to seek and to search out wisdom concerning all things done under heaven. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you something here, that uh, God's not just going to dump some stuff out of the heavens. Now, yeah, he's going to favor you. Yeah, he's going to um, prosper you, but it's just not going to fall out the sky. Cash, not just gonna, if it was, and I knew about it, I'd tell you, you go down... Uh, 74 make a right and cash just comes out the sky. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great thing though, wouldn't it? <laughs> so he said, I got to search out. I got to seek out wisdom. See, God is looking for people that are, are going to seek him out. He said, when you seek me, then you'll find me. And then I'll show you great and mighty things that are to come. 
in 1 Timothy, he said, study to show yourself approved unto God. And so there's some things that happens when we study. Yeah. If we don't study, Dylan, we flunk. Tell the truth. <laughs> I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying we in school. Yeah. If we don't study. Sebastian, I pick on you too. If we don't study, we fail. Okay? We fail, we don't pass. We don't pass, we get left back. That's right. We get left back, we're still in high school with a mustache, beard, and, you know, you're 18, you're 18 year old freshman. I knew a dude like that in high school. He's 18 years old, he's a freshman. That was his last year, obviously. But anyway, so, if I'm going to pass life's test, I got to study. Come on. I got to find out what God's word says. Otherwise, when that test comes and they say, uh, I'm sorry, this is going to happen and you didn't study, you don't know what God's word says, you'll fail that test. When that woman comes up to you in the mall, <laughs> and you ain't study, you ain't spend time on God's word, it's a wrap. Done. Over with. You ain't make that quality decision. Two fingers deuces, you know, you know, you'd be on the floor repenting because they're going to try you. Or the dude, we won't leave the women out. All right. Now, study is work. It is. Study is work. Text, text is not, it's not something that you may want to do to get out your Bible and a pen and a paper on a Saturday night and turn to the scriptures and what, what are you saying concerning this? But I'm telling you all, that's what makes the difference. That's what's going to separate you in 2013. All right. Number four. <clears throat> learn to become a teacher. What am I talking about? This is the vision. It says that, with our, uh, that we will duplicate ourselves into lost others. Now, again, you, you've heard me kind of share my heart. The whole point of me doing this and standing up is for you to receive some stuff in your life that you see it manifest, and now you can give it away. And now we're bringing folk to church. Oh, yeah. We're inviting people to church. And now I'm teaching my family, I'm teaching my spouse, I'm teaching Cousin Pookie and Buki yeah. what God has done in my life. Yeah. Because I've received this word, it's transformed my life and now I can give it away. Yeah. Learn to become a teacher. Yeah. One of the ways, I'm going to give you all a secret, Dylan and Sebastian, one of the ways that I did really good in school, uh, especially when I got to college, is the way I started to study was I would practice in my room uh, teaching the class. Yeah, so what I would do is I would take uh, whatever lesson it was and I would try to teach that. And that's how I knew I had it. Yeah. If I could talk about it and not look at my notes. Yeah. And I didn't know that would prepare me for ministry. <laughs> but that's how I began to learn and that's how I studied for tests. I do have a unique ability to have a, a, a good, pretty good memory uh, and so I didn't have to study as much. But I would try to, you know, now with statistics, I just, that was, that was done. That wasn't happening. That was just all God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, try to teach that particular lesson. So go home and try to, eh, what's wrong with you trying to teach this or trying to, you know, go over it again and again and again. Are y'all getting this? Yes, sir. Uh, Dylan, uh, in school you get a thing called a what? A syllabus. A syllabus is an outline for what's going to happen in life or in the class. It'll tell you when your tests are due. It'll tell you who your professor is. It'll tell you what number to call or what email address to write if you got questions. Well, this is our syllabus that was left to us by God. It contains all instructions for life. It tells you how to contact your, your teacher when you have a problem. Uh, and his office hours are 24-7. He never sleeps nor slumbers. You can call him anytime and he'll answer you. Uh, and, and so this is our syllabus. And we have to refer to this when things happen in life, when things don't go the way you plan them to. When things happen, there's a setback. Don't get frustrated. 
don't get weary, don't quit, don't say God's not real. You got to go back to your syllabus and find out, okay, where's the answer for this problem that I'm having? Where's the answer for this solution for the solution? It's in God's word. And, and last and not least, I've put this in here. I need to evaluate my heart. I need to evaluate my heart. And evaluate my heart. Now, uh, the Bible says in Psalms 10 and verse 6, uh, that I shall not be moved. My heart is firmly fixed. David said in Psalms 51 and verse 10, to create in me a clean heart. The Bible talks about a pure heart. In Psalms 19 and verse 14, he said that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Yeah. Now, as I close, I want you to hear some of these things here. I want to hear some of these things here. Um, your heart, we talked about this a few weeks ago. It's the production center. We talked about how God has given us an ear in the middle of our ear, uh, that word heart. Um, I had to really check this out because I had a lot of bitterness in my heart, and I really didn't realize it. Um, and that bitterness, it began to seep out of my life and the way I responded to different people. Uh, oh, I'll change it, but evaluate your heart. Uh, your heart is, I'm trying to explain this, um, when you see things, when you hear things, it gets on the inside of you, right? Mm -hmm. And the Bible says, out of your heart you speak, yep. okay? Mm -hmm. So your heart, your heart is, is your ground. Yeah. Jesus talked about it in Mark 11. He, he talked in parables so that we understand. He said it's like a man goes out to sow and he sows into some ground. Well, your heart is the ground, okay? And so if you want to produce fruit in your life, you got to make sure your ground is, is fertile soil. Yeah. Because you can't grow a crop on cement. You can't grow it on carpet. You can't grow it on stony ground or hard ground or callous ground. It's got to be on good ground. Okay? Now, transformation or change, this comes by, we, we talked about this, the renewed mind. Okay? And the renewed mind is something that's a continual process. This happens on a day-to-day -day basis, ladies and gentlemen. It will never stop. You will never stop renewing your mind. That's right. Okay? Um, now, if we do the blame game today, if we sit here and say, uh, it's your fault, what we really say is that I'm not going to change. You know, everything would be all right, Artie, if you, if you just get your act together. What we're saying is that I'm not changing. Now, and, and so we close the door on anything happening in our lives. Because we say, I'm not willing to change. Come on. Well, it's the devil's fault. The devil made me do this. Hey, Lord Jesus. It's mama's fault. Mama wasn't there. Daddy wasn't there. It's excuses. And I'm putting the blame and the saying that I'm not willing to look at myself and make the adjustments needed to change. The Bible says that though the outward man perishes, so though even though this stuff is degrading away, your inward man, the real you, gets renewed day by day. So change is a continual process. Now as we go forth in this year, as we begin to study God's word, keep this one at the forefront. This is your first message of this year. There's going to be a separation in 2013. God's going to favor you. He's going to bless you this year. But... It always comes on a condition. Come on. He says, if you'll be willing and obedient, you'll reap the good of the land. Yeah. If you'll do this, then you'll have to receive this. So this change and this, well, this favor and this blessing and this restitution and all these things, the year of prosperity, it comes as a result if you'll do this. Because he's not going to put gold on a pig's nose. I know that's right. Tell the truth. Okay. Change is hard on your flesh because change forces me to look in the mirror, see where I am, and then line myself up with God's work. Okay? I know it's, I don't know, I, I'm going to guess to make 15 of us in here today. I don't, and I've always said this, I don't see 15. 
I, I see 1,500. Um, but I believe God will take each and every one of you here. If you will go back to number one and make a quality decision. If the 15 of you all will begin to put this stuff to work in, in a year's time, you got some stuff. I mean, you say, Pastor Terrell, man, when, I, when you started, I was thinking this or I was doing this. But now, look what God has me today. Then my mission will be complete. And, and I'll, I'll be so happy because, no, it's not into the numbers. I really want to see results. And more than anything, and it's, it's amazing what God will do to your life when you surrender, how God just put this burden upon my heart for you all. I want so bad to see you guys prosper. I want so bad to see you succeed. I want so bad for you the dreams and the desires that God's putting inside of you more than anything. See it come to pass. And if you let me, I'm going to teach you how to get that. I'm going to show you how to get it accomplished. But today, what I need for you to do, I need for you to evaluate your life. I need for you to make a quality decision today that 2013 will be my best year. But I got to do some stuff now. I got to make some steps now. I got to start getting it together. <laughs> and I got to get rid of some distractions. It might mean you got to cut Pookie and Bookie and, and Tootsie and, and Ricky and Melissa and cut them off because you're headed somewhere. You're, you're going, you're going somewhere. <laughs> We're going places. Amen. All right, go ahead and stand to your feet. Go ahead and stand to your feet. Thank you for joining us today. We always appreciate to hear how God is moving in your life. No matter where you are in life, we'd love to hear your story. Please visit fsmonero.org. Also, if the message you heard touched your life and you would like to support this ministry financially and make a difference around the world, you can do so by visiting fsmonero.org and click on the Give link. We thank you.